0: Hey, and welcome back to the dating smash podcast my name is rob wong and (laughs) i think we might be rebranding again i think we might be rebranding i've noticed that my branding is inconsistent across platforms so uh yeah we uh we're gonna change it up a little bit the next podcast should be coming up under the branding the great date guy Uh, i will not be updating the previous podcast to reflect that but just be aware that's where the change happened Today, uh, we're going to continue on with our trend of exploring famous psychologists and uh, what that has to do with you and your relationships. So, up today we have Herman Rorschach. Uh, Rorschach is kind of pop culture. You know, he showed up in Watchmen. Um, People know of his work, they've seen it. Uh, In fact, the Rorschach inkblot tests were kind of the... uh, They were the imagery that CeeLo used in his uh, music video, Crazy. So you see it everywhere, so what are they? Well, originally, these uh, ink blots were designed as simple pieces of art, right? They were something that you could give to a kid. Uh, You give them an ink dropper, a piece of paper, you fold the piece of paper in half, then open it up again, and then you drop the ink on half of the page. You fold it up again, and then when you open it up, you have this crazy abstract surreal design that looks like it's made of smoke! And it's pretty awesome, right? What Rorschach did was, he looked at it around himself and he saw that there were tests uh, where people kind of like got word association, right? I say word, you say the first thing that comes to mind, uh, and people were using that to evaluate the psychological health of their patients. Similarly, he began thinking, well, I used to play with these blot tests when I was a child, what can they tell me about the human mind? And those tests were later confirmed as a means of sussing out whether or not someone was dealing with schizophrenia. Um, I think in pop culture, what they've come to represent is like, what's there in your mind? What's part of your unconscious that you haven't allowed into the world? Uh, The other bit of it is that sometimes people take Rorschach tests to be like a bit of like a personality test. Who are you really? And When in the reality is, it's it's actually just a test for schizophrenia. Now, the reason I bring this up is because I think it touches on something very, very important. Uh, one, we've got this test, right? And it's about the, the extra meaning that people add to their lives. The extra meaning that we add to a simple image. And then right up on top of that, we have An extremely relevant example of the extra meaning being added to the extra meaning test, right? (laughs) So as humans we are very 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 good at finding patterns. We are very 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 good at making stories up about certain things. If I were to give you a spoon you would know immediately what that spoon was because of the story that we've added on top of it. We add meaning to everything. It's not just a piece of metal in a specific shape. It's not just a piece of wood. It's an instrument that I use to eat, right? It helps me with soup. Without it, I can't have cereal. So you kind of got to get that this kind of extra meaning adding happens not just with the objects that we interact with. It happens with the people and the messages that we receive, right? So in the event that I am commenting about an actress that I find attractive to my girlfriend, there's a very high likelihood that she's going to take that one of two ways. One, she's going to be like, oh yeah, that actress is attractive. Or two, she's going to take that as a personal attack. And that's what we want to look for. Where in my relationship, where when I'm connecting with other people, am I getting emotionally charged? Where am I getting triggered? And what's there for me? Now, a lot of times this is at the root of what causes most couples to split up. Ugly divorces, endless fighting, rough, rocky relationships that end to ugly breakups. This is where it starts. It comes with the extra meaning that we add to the words that we're being presented with. So the best place to look then is, where is the conflict happening in my life? And what am I doing to create it? So it might just happen that you're Your significant other talks about someone else that they find attractive and in that moment you feel bloated or you feel like you put on some extra weight you feel that you're not in the best state and they might be judging you if you spot that in another person if you feel that that might be a personal attack it's time to look inward now this isn't to say that this is your fault right there's nothing wrong here at all but in the spirit of taking back power, like like we do with every podcast, the way to do that is through responsibility. Where can I be responsible for my experience of reality? So, is it that when we get triggered by our partners, we're adding the extra meaning that they're trying to attack us, when in reality what's going on internally for us is that we are very sensitive about how we look, that we judge ourselves for not having our makeup on, that we judge ourselves for not having gone to the gym. And then when someone says anything that reminds us of that self-judgment, immediately we go into that pain and shame spiral, right? We start thinking about how bad we feel and why is this person making me feel so bad? Why would they do this to me? Well, it must be an attack. And all of that happens in the blink of an eye. It's almost reflexive, right? And that's just our brains trying to protect us. Now, there have been a few studies out there that show that when we go through emotional pain, uh, it's processed in the physical pain centers of our brain. That is to say, if I throw an insult at you and it really lands, you will feel physical pain as a result of that interaction. And when we feel physical pain, our bodies are like, we're under fucking attack. It's time to be aggressive back. It's time to Run away. It's time to freeze up so this predator pre, predator der, 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 der. <laughs> oh, that's great. So yeah, it's time to freeze up so this predator doesn't see that we're here. Um, and that's where the reactivity can come from. So the lesson day is go looking through your relationship for where you're adding extra meaning to what's being presented to you right if i were to insert a third party into my shoes into that interaction would they react the same way that i reacted or would they be completely fine with it might a stranger just shrug it off like no big deal what they said is is okay it doesn't affect me at all would they be able to be in that interaction without getting heated and if the answer is yes then it's really time to take a look where can I get my power back? What can I own? And what is going on with me so that I can't be with this person comfortably? All right. And as always, thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for being in action. Thank you for taking on these exercises and looking in your own lives to see what's there. The path to freedom isn't in changing other people, it is so hard to motivate another person to change for our sakes. The path to freedom lies in us. I'm the person that I have the ability to control. I can't control my sister, can't control my girlfriend, my mom, my other friends. The person that I have the most influence over is me. So that's where change has to start. Anything else is an exercise in futility and insanity. So once more, my name is Rob Wong, and this has been an episode of The Great Date Guy. We'll catch you in the next one.